Well, good morning. It's been uh, almost a year now since I've seen you last, and um, I thought I'd give you a little update in what I've been up to. Uh, last, the end of uh, August, beginning of September, flew down to sunny southwest Florida, Venice, Florida to be exact, not far from Sarasota, and have been working in a retreat center for the Diocese of Venice, Our Lady of Perpetual Help Retreat Center. So my full-time job has been just walking with people in spiritual direction and individually directed retreats, group retreats, and there's been a lot of new experiences for me. Um, first, the concept of winter in Florida is very different from our understanding of winter here in Boston. I, I really kind of just struggled and laughed every time they say, well, you know, the winter months are coming. And I was like, sorry, when it's 85 degrees out, I don't think you can call that winter. Um, you know, some of the really neat things about living in Florida, uh, you can cook outside, you can grill outside every day of the year. You can wear sandals every day of the year. My feet have not adjusted yet to wearing shoes. I wore them the other day, um, and I couldn't wait to get them off because after a year of being in sandals, my feet haven't adjusted yet. Something else that I've been introduced to since I've entered into the life of, of a Floridian, I guess, if I dare call myself one of those, was uh, fire ants and alligators. Uh, probably first, I have to say, I was more aware of the fire ants walking around in sandals all the time. And at the very beginning, I was really conscious of where I was stepping. And people have warned me about the fire ants, and you get bit by those, and it is not fun. And they also told me about, you know, the, the alligators. And our retreat center is right on the Mayaka River, and actually wraps right around our whole retreat center. So we're almost like we're, in, we're a peninsula, almost an island, uh, surrounded by some beautiful uh, views of the Mayaka River. But that's also where the alligators like to swim. And they also like to walk across our property and bake themselves or bask in the sun on the banks of our little pond in the middle of our retreat center. We've never had any issues with them. Um, they're very good. I hear that they're Catholic alligators and that they don't eat meat on Fridays. So that's a good time just to walk near them. But uh, at the very beginning, you know, there was this real novelty of trying to, you know, see one of the alligators, and I'd be walking the, around the grounds of the retreat center looking for them, usually finding where they're in one or two places, and sometimes just one or maybe just two alligators at the most just hanging out. And I was always conscious that I didn't want to startle one, you know, on the walkway as I would be making my ways around the retreat center. Well, this one day I came out of Mass and just kind of had my head down and I was reflecting on just the, you know, that time with Jesus that had just received the Lord in the Eucharist and out of the corner of my eye I saw something moving and then I stopped. And it was probably about a good five or six foot alligator working his way from the, from the river across our property to the pond and I did what anyone from Boston would do. 
I get out my iPhone, and I start taking pictures of him. <laughs> and uh, he stopped. Then he got up, and he just kind of casually just walked. When I say he was in front of me, um, he was probably at the back of the church, you know, in front of me. But I'm just like right here. I actually did get closer, and I had this thought going, maybe I should just stay here, you know, and enjoy this moment of this alligator crossing. I share that with you and how I believe it relates to the gospel today is that Jesus is really giving us this, this invitation to be alert, to be spiritually aware. We don't know the hour that God is going to call us home. And I believe that there's a twofold understanding of Jesus' message. It's not just one of, you don't know when you're going to die, so, you know, be prepared and ready, be alert. I think we can see it also as an invitation to say, you know what, Jesus is going to come at an hour you do not expect. And you know what hour I really believe that that is? Now. I think that's the hour that is the surprise in all of this, is that Jesus wants to come to you and to me right now in the events that are happening in our life where we are. I've been so amazed that having walked with people um, in their retreat experiences over this past year, how God has spoken to them through ordinary things and places of a retreat grounds and of ordinary life. Someone was meditating on the gift of their baptism and how much that changed them when they were baptized. And that baptism was an event that happened, you know, 20 some odd years ago. That baptism was a reality that is unfolding today. And it's God's love being poured out on her continuously. And while she was in this place of just reflecting on the power of God's love washing over her continuously. She's taking a shower and the shower head broke off and she couldn't stop the water and she started laughing because she says, it's God's love just pouring over me and I can't stop it. Another person on retreat was just watching one of those little lizards that <laughs> they multiply like rabbits down in sunny southwest Florida, but uh, that was jumping from a tree to a branch. And when it did, it was just hanging on with, with one arm or I don't know what you call it, a claw or whatever. And was just hanging there and then slowly pulled itself up. And how that spoke to this, this woman on retreat of, of, you know, God was just saying, hang on, you're going to be okay. I'm going to help you get up. I'm going to help you get to where you want to be. Have faith, have trust, have confidence. You might have to just make the leap, but I'm going to be there for you. God, I believe, is desiring to speak to us profoundly in the daily events of our life. But do we have the awareness, maybe the eyes to focus, to pay attention, the ears to hear how God is trying to break into our world? Pray for the grace today. You know, we receive Jesus in the Eucharist we start off the Mass with very ordinary stuff, bread and wine. 
but it will very soon and very quickly become extraordinary, extraordinary. It will become the living body and blood of Jesus. Jesus now coming, breaking into our world. Ask Jesus for the grace as you leave the church today, that you leave, say, Lord, that I may not leave you. That you come with me. And I pray, Lord, that you will reveal yourself to me today. Give me the eyes to show me that you're trying to break into my world. Today. Give me, give me an example, Jesus. Give me an experience. Give me an encounter. And then tomorrow, ask God for that grace to be able to see him. You know, he'll use anything. Something that might seem like a setback. You get locked out of your car and it's like, okay, God, what are you trying to tell me here? Is there a possible lesson, a teaching, a revelation that is right before me right here, right now? I firmly believe that if we grow in that kind of awareness of God's presence with us today, then we will profoundly experience life as exciting. That it's not boring. And that the life of faith is one of a great adventure. It's also one of a great mystery. And it's these mysteries that we live day in and day out will lead us to the mystery of that final hour of our life. And we don't know when that will come. But it's the now moment that prepares us for that hour. And I believe that is so profound about the Hail Mary. Every time we pray it, we remember those two most important moments of our life. Now... And, and at the hour of our death. Let's ask Mary for that grace today. To recognize the presence of her son, the presence of his love, the presence of his grace, in the ordinary and the extraordinary. Amen?